Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. You're locked in. Look at what we have here, folks. To the only show that matters. The cream of the crop. Duke loves wrestling. And there is no one that does it better than your host... I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. The Duke. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Hi, this is Earl Oliver from Sully Finish Wrestling. This is Raj Geary with WrestlingInc.com. This is Sean Reed, boxing writer and undercover low-key wrestling fan. And you're listening to Duke Love Wrestling. Woo! This is voice IS double AC dollar sign one half of the NWA wild card tag team. And I'm asking you right now, have you gotten your tickets to the Crockett Cup yet? Because if you haven't, you damn well should. And that's at www.nationalwrestlingalliance slash Crockett Cup. Get your tickets now, April 19th in College Park, Georgia, baby. Wow. Royce Isaac, I mean, literally. The former NWA Tag Team Champion here, it, it is a, an honor to have you on the Duke Loves Wrestling Podcast. Hey, man. It's an honor to be here. Um, I was put on to you by a, a man that I respect quite a bit, uh, Dave Wells. It's still real to me, damn it, the man himself. So anytime I get a recommendation from someone that I, you know, I have that kind of respect for and that I like quite a bit, it automatically puts someone on another level to me. Well, I appreciate that. And, and certainly Dave is a, is a great friend of the show. He's a great friend of the NWA, and, and he's a big fan of yours. Let me ask you, since we, we, you brought up Dave there, how does it feel to have a fan who is that well-known for their passion for pro wrestling and for the NWA, how does it feel to have somebody like that, who you know knows their stuff, say, hey, Royce, I like what you're doing. I'm going to support you. I want people to know more about you. So much of wrestling is like networking and, and knowing people and obviously a lot of that is on the wrestler side but without fans you know who, who am I going to perform for it's interesting that he's a fan but he's really well known because of you know a viral video clip but like having that on my side is is huge for me and he's a dude that has the utmost respect obviously even if you are not familiar with the clip which I don't know who who would be listening to you that wasn't when you meet him, you're just like, man, this is a guy that just really has the utmost respect for the art of pro wrestling. So means a lot, man. Well said. And speaking of going viral, I mean, what is going on with you guys and this whole Strictly Business thing? I mean, I don't know why, but you seem to be terrorizing the NWA. You guys are beating people up over an ROH. I mean, seriously, are you just trying to take over all of wrestling? What's, what's really going on here? I think you just hit the nail on the head, man. It's a, it's a world takeover. And I think, you know, you look at myself, you look at Tom, you look at Camille, and then Nick, it's like these are – this is like the uh, the old money of the NWA. And it's, it's great that we have all this fresh blood and this new talent. Like, obviously, it's bringing new eyes to us. But at the same time, you know, you know you're coming into our house. So show that respect take your shoes off, you know, and, and understand who's already been living here. To me, that's our attitude is it's like, yeah, we're taking over, but also this is our spot. So you have to understand that strictly business 
it's business, business is booming, and we're just making sure that the new guys don't get too comfortable and try to reach out and grab something that maybe isn't theirs. When we think about the National Wrestling Alliance, obviously we think about the Four Horsemen, literally the greatest faction of all time. We think about the Dangerous Alliance. I mean, just, you know, so many different groups that were rich with talent and everyone that was a part of it have gone on to have significant Hall of Fame-type careers. How important is it for you to be involved with a, a faction like Strictly Business where, like you said, you're there with people who legitimately already have some pretty strong resumes and you're being set up just being part of that group to carry the ball and, and build up your own resume and own Hall of Fame career your own self. Nick is someone that's had a big influence on my career for quite some time now. Tom's someone that's been the ultimate support system for me since Crockett Cup last year. And uh, Camille is great as well. You know, she's she's someone that's, you know, got your back through thick and thin. So I'm in a spot that I'm really happy with, and I think I can make some of the, you know, some really magical moments and, and hopefully some stuff that fans remember for quite some time now. You talk about the Crockett Cup. Talk to us about your goals here. I mean, you guys are the wild cards. You guys are considered the, the favorites to win this year. So what's up? What's going to happen? I think that anything less than winning the Crockett Cup would be a huge letdown. Uh, myself and Tom made it all the way to the finals last year uh, and came up just, just short against Brody and PCO. And that was just when we were first getting to know each other. That's We weren't even the wild cards. We were literally just the team that won the wild card battle royal. Now, from that, I think that we realized that there were two ways to take it. We could kind of run from that title or we could own it. And we decided to make that our title. We are the wild cards. And it's because of that. Because that kind of wild card, that edge of you don't know what's going to happen, you don't know you know, where they're going to go with this. I think we just kind of embraced it. We were like, that is us, you know, because it's not like, you know, he's from the U.K. Um, he's been wrestling a lot longer than me, you know, had a long run in, in Impact and TNA, been signed to WWE before. You know, I've been making my name on the U.S. indie scene. Like, we are kind of that odd couple, but at the same time that has so much in common that it really fits and it works. I think that's why we are the wild cards, and that's why it really works. We have to win. Like, this is the wild card event. This is the tag team tournament. I would be really disappointed in us if, if we weren't able to pull it out this year. So I think it's one of those things. It's Crockett Cup season means it's wild card season, and that means we need, to do, we need to do whatever it takes in order to get the job done. I'm talking to one half of the wild cards tag team, member of Strictly Business and one of the top stars in the National Wrestling Alliance, Mr. Royce Isaac. Now, Royce, Obviously, you, you're a strong wrestler. I mean, you're part of a great tag team. You're part of a great faction. There's no two ways about the facts that when you step in the ring, you can get the job done. But one of the things that has turned my head and really made me pay attention to you beyond just your wrestling ability is the fact that you can get it done with the ladies as well. Talk to us about your arm candy there, your real backup there, May Valentine. How did you manage to land somebody like that? Well, you know, uh, I moved to Los Angeles a little over two years ago, and I got to say, uh, there are some of the most beautiful women in the world in Los Angeles. If you don't know that, I guess you were living under a rock or something, but 
You know, May lives out here. She's not far from me at all. This is a little spoiler alert, but she was in a uh, Smashing Pumpkins video back in the day, and uh, it's really been great to be, be able to present her to the NWA and show off my girl. And, uh, you know, we've, we've had some fun times. If you haven't seen the May Valentine vlog already, uh, definitely check that out because you see some of our adventures. And, uh, I don't know, I just uh, – sometimes when you just have that, that chemistry with someone and you just feel it, you know, it's it's – it's nice to show it off for the rest of the world. For sure, for sure. And listen, you can level with me here because, yeah. you know, I, I'm sure a, a lot of the listeners want to understand how they can put themselves in a position where maybe they can land their own May Valentine. Is is that mustache of yours, is that really the secret weapon that got you into the door? I mean, come on, tell the truth. What's going on? I support all mustaches. I think that... Unless you're a fan that's uh, that's booing me, then I'll probably make fun of it and say how oh, mine's better. But outside of that one case, um, I support all mustaches. I think that it definitely helps to get women. I think you should definitely also, um, you know, lift weights. You know, uh, maybe maybe watch your diet, all that stuff. Not saying it's necessary. I'm not fat shaming. Nothing wrong with uh, being yourself and doing whatever you want, but. I think it's the total package. Uh, no Lex Luger reference there. Uh, you, you gotta look good. You gotta have good facial hair. You know, I mean, if, if you, uh, if you do like the beard thing or the five o'clock shadow kind of like Don Draper thing, do your thing. But, uh, you gotta have that swagger. You gotta have that confidence. And I do think that the mustache is the cherry on top. For sure, man. I mean, hey, it's, it's definitely working for you. One of the things that isn't working, there's a rumor going around. Which I just want to tell you, Royce, because I, I can't afford for you to hunt me down and, and stretch me or anything like that. So this is not what I'm saying. I'm just telling <laughs> you what people are whispering behind your back. Here. Got it. The word on the street is that you're you're a jealous boyfriend. Now, there's there's a person in particular, in my opinion, a, a punk in particular, who may be responsible for spreading that rumor. Uh, I think the guy's name is Tony. Talk to me here. What, what, what's going on here? Look, I think things get a little blown out of proportion because we're in this era where, you know, it's like social media, everything's a little bit overshared, everyone can see into what maybe would be a private moment. And I get that I partly brought that on myself because I did bring May to NWA Power and, and you know, now she's on a, you know, our, now our relationship, I should say, is on such a big stage. But Sal Renaro, I'm not... I'm not worried about him because the fact is I can handle my own, uh, you know, and I don't think he can handle his. Last time he showed up to the NWA tapings looking like a goof with an arm in a sling, and I'll put it this way, you know, uh, he's going to have both arms in a sling if he keeps messing around with May because it's strictly business, but she is none of his business, and I get that she has this weird affection for him, like, no, we're just friends, and it's you know, I've seen the story a million times where it's the quote-unquote just friend that he keeps putting his arm around her a little bit too much or whatever, and it's it's just like it's uncomfortable, Sal, and stop putting my girl in a situation where she has to feel uncomfortable like that, you know? Well, i got to tell you, Royce, and, and, you know, from one friend to another, I don't trust this guy. I, I feel like he's up to no good. Like you said, there's always that person waiting in the wings. They want what you have. They see you got a great relationship going. They see, you know, May is madly in love with you. You got a cool mustache. You know, you're kicking butt in the ring. And they just want to ruin everything because they're jealous. 
And I think that's what's going on with this Sal guy. So I don't know if you can ban him from the from the NWA events or, or get a restraining order, do something. But I, I think it's time that this guy just stays away from your girl because it really just doesn't look right, man. And I have to tell you that man to man, it just doesn't look right. No, I I agree. And you know, I, maybe maybe we don't even ban him as much as. I uh, put a fist in his face for real, you know, like once, once that wing is healed up, you know, I want a fair fight and all, but uh, I would love to, uh, to stretch him out. And then, you know, I don't think we even have to ban him because he'll be embarrassed and he's not going to want to come back. Good. That sounds like a good plan to me. And you can level with me here. I mean, you're amongst friends here. Is May getting in the way of you focusing on what you need to get done in the ring because of some <sighs> of her antics and, and distractions going on out there? I mean, there's been times where I think I obviously have been a little distracted. You saw in the tag match with me and Nick versus Rock and Roll Express, Nick almost had to kind of like smack me back into reality a few times. Like, hey, Royce, you know, eyes on the prize here. That said, I do think that overall you have your best performances athletically when you're happy and you you have a, a positive mindset and everything like that. And I do think she puts me – overall in the right mindset i just need to get her away from this style guy because that's where i get distracted that's where things get you know a little little weird or a little wonky but overall i'm happy my life is stress-free and that's a big part because of her well you know roy since we're you know we have a lot of mutual friends we, we we're becoming good friends here i just want to tell this sal guy this punk here sal you need to stay away from royce's girl you need to get out of his life, get out of the NWA, just get out. Leave May alone. Let Royce have a great relationship, a great wrestling career without you meddling in it, okay? I'm just going to say that once and for all there. That's right. I appreciate that because if I say it too much, then I sound crazy. But when I have other friends that are also saying it, it's like, no, this is this is actually the general consensus, Sal. You need to back off. That's right. Just It's, it's not right, man. It just doesn't look right. And, you know, a man can't be in there trying to take care of his business there, and he's got to worry about some creep hanging around his girl. It just isn't right, man. It's not right at all. Absolutely. Speaking of which here, if fans listening, you know, remind them, how can they catch you every week? There's a show that's really just been burning it up on YouTube and all over the place, trending number one online. What is the name of the show, and how can they find it? That is NWA Power. Um, if you are not already subscribed, to the NWA YouTube, you should do that right now. So that's www.youtube.com slash NWA, and you'll get taken right to it. Subscribe to that. And every Tuesday at 6.05 Eastern, 3.05 Pacific, you can watch NWA Power. If folks want to check you out online, if they want to continue to follow your career personally and see what you got going on, what's the best way that they can they can reach out and, and follow you online? Twitter, at Royce Isaacs. Instagram, at Royce Isaacs. Uh, either one of those, just, you know, follow up on my career, check me out. Obviously, every week watching Power on Tuesdays helps quite a bit, or watching it on demand on your own. Other than that, if uh, if you check out any of the merchandise on my page and you want a wild card shirt or you want a Roy Isaac shirt or a signed 8x10 or whatever, DM me. I try to respond to all my uh all my fans that I hear from, at, at least within a, a timely fashion. So if you're if you're interested in supporting the cause, give me a follow, send me a DM, get a get a shirt, all that stuff. Royce, before I let you go, let me ask you a question here. You're a guy that grew up watching wrestling as a kid. 
Obviously, yep. you knew about the NWA and the, and the, the history behind it, what have you, the, the, the big names, the Ric Flairs, the Dusty Rhodes, you know, the Funks, everybody here. Sting, when you first was able to step foot in an NWA ring and you were able to look around and you see that crowd out there, and especially uh, most recently where the NWA Power Show is, is being broadcasted all over the world, so, you know, everyone's going to check you out and see what you have going on. Tell me, Royce, what, what, what went through your head in that moment when you realized that, brother, you finally achieved at least one aspect of your dream? I got to say, it's been, uh, it's been a really crazy ride and a crazy journey so far. And people talk about, like, when they're wrestling for a company or in a building that there's a lot of history to it, that there's, like, ghosts, they'll say, to it and in a good way. And I think that's part of the NWA because I've been able to be a part of a team that has, you know, the most storied history in wrestling. And, uh, I don't know, it's just, like, it's, it's one of those things that you're realizing or actualizing a part of your dream and a part of everything that you've been working for, you know, for your whole life. You know, this is a thing that I've always wanted to be a part of and getting to be part of the NWA and work with people. Like if you go to my Twitter and you check out my pinned tweet, it's me reacting to a Scott Steiner promo in person right behind him. And it's like, I'm loving it because I grew up watching Scott Steiner and then to be able to go turn around and work with him as an honorary member of strictly business was the coolest thing in the world for me. And as a guy that got into wrestling, watching it with my dad and having him being a guy that's a big Scott Steiner fan, it's like this crazy, like this is my life right now that's come full circle and I'm achieving my dreams while also kind of uh, completing my childhood. So it's been amazing, man. That's all I can say. Royce Isaac is a good dude. I mean, just a really talented, sharp guy a real breath of fresh air in, in the wrestling community. And I am so proud of this guy. I mean, in a very short amount of time, he's really set the NWA on fire. I mean, come on. He's a part of the wild cards and, you know, he's part of strictly business. I mean, this guy is just the real deal. He's a former NWA tag team champion with Lattimore. there. just really, really good stuff. And I appreciate him coming on the show this week. I will say this, though. And this is serious business here. I appreciate Mae Valentine. I think she's talented. I think she is. It's it's great that Royce ha gets to have his girlfriend on the program. And, you know, she does her vlogging stuff. And it's pretty cool. It's great. But this guy. This this good for nothing, what is it, Sal, you know, Anthony, whatever, Tony, whatever he calls himself, you know, Ronnie, Bobby, Ricky, and Mike, New Edition, whatever he calls himself, this Sal guy. You, Sal reminds me of the character that James Woods played in uh, Casino. Remember that? So if he's a James Woods character, then that makes Mae Valentine Shannon, Sharon Stone's character, which means Royce Isaacs is, is the Robert De Niro character. He's Ace Rothstein. Just a guy, you know, going about his business, doing his thing, and then you got some creep hanging around his lady. It just, it really just irks me. And, and seriously, this Sal guy, Royce almost broke his arm the other day. If you watched the, the last episode of NWA Power on YouTube, and in my opinion, he should have just gotten it done. Royce sh should have just gotten it done because I'm telling you right now, 
this Sal guy, I do not have a good feeling about him. I think that he's just, he's a no good, you know what, keep your hands away from May Valentine, stop hanging around May Valentine, get out of here, okay, let Royce Isaac be the great wrestler and the great boyfriend that he is, he doesn't need a creep hanging around his woman like that, and May Valentine, it's up to you to let this Sal character know that he just needs to bug off, so definitely tune into NWA Power Let's see what's going to happen because there's a lot developing here. But, man, Royce Isaac, he's a stud. He doesn't need these kind of distractions, okay? He needs to have a clear mind so he can go back out there, win those NWA Tag Team Championships back, and ride off into the sunset. That's right. That's right. Welcome back to the Duke Loves Wrestling Podcast, folks. So much is going on all around the world. I mean, this coronavirus stuff, this COVID-19 stuff, it has affected all aspects of life. At this point, I don't care who you are, you were not shielded from the effects of this, this COVID-19, this, this latest coronavirus stuff. And I'm going to talk about some of that a little later in the show, talk about a couple of uh, folks in the wrestling industry that I know personally who have been affected by this. And, you know, just give some information on that. Um, I do want to go over a couple of quick things. And then I have a really, really special guest who is going to provide us with some information about a condition that affects at least one woman that we all know. Right. There's at least somebody in your personal life who is affected by uh, endometriosis. Right? It's a condition. And you're going to get some more information about that real soon. Now, before I get to that, I just want to say a couple of things. First and foremost, speaking of conditions, shout out to WWE superstar Paige. She is recovering from emergency surgery. She had to remove a, a ovarian cyst. Oof. Heavy. Heavy stuff, man. Heavy stuff. So my heart goes out to Paige and her family. You know, she's She's mending up. She's resting up. She's been through a lot, man. For such a young lady, she has certainly been through a lot. Just like most people. Most people go through a lot in life. That's just the way it is. But I truly believe that she's going to come out of this just like the rest of us often do. She's going to come out of this whole episode, these last couple of years. She's going to come out stronger and in a better position. Glass is always half full. It's never half empty. So shout out to Paige. Rest up. Seriously. I want to give a shout out to John Cena. You know, he, he was on SmackDown and the Fiend Bray Wyatt challenged him officially. So this is going down at WrestleMania. You know, that, that WrestleMania card is, is looking like something that's definitely going to be worth watching. I mean, now you have Bray Wyatt and the Fiend and this, this special attraction match, you know, old versus new. What's going to happen here? That's going to be exciting. Um... Bray Wyatt, a.k.a. The Fiend, going up against John Cena. You also have Charlotte Flair and Rhea Ripley. I mean, they're on a collision course with each other. Is is Bianca Belair going to be involved in that? And that's for the NXT Women's Championship. Still watching how this is going down. Bianca and Charlotte had a, had a really solid match the other day on NXT. So I hope Bianca is factored into the plans of the Charlotte Flair-Rhea Ripley match. We'll have to wait and see what happens, though. But that's looking exciting. Roman Reigns is going to challenge Goldberg. 
110-year-old Goldberg, who is currently the Universal Champion. So that's kind of crazy. What's going to happen? You know, Goldberg is the first Hall of Famer to win a world championship, or in this case, a Universal Championship. That's crazy. Does I mean, at least in WWE, it's crazy. Completely insane. Everything, everything we thought we knew about the world is upside down at this point, folks. It's true. Of course, Brock Lesnar and Drew McIntyre, that, that looks to be the official main event. So we'll have to wait and see how that develops. I, I hope Lesnar destroys Drew McIntyre. But that's a whole other story. Whole other story. Speaking of whole other stories, this is going to be the last time until further notice that you're going to hear anything from me about the latest developments at the time in all elite wrestling i'm done with them okay they put the belt on that no good john moxley after they put the belt on that no good chris jericho i guess developing new stars is just not something that they're interested in doing i i, I don't get it i don't get it i love big swole nyla rose is just the bomb i'm really interested in what Britt baker is going to do next i want to see what sunny kiss is going to do next I want to hear Tony Schiavone continue to be the great commentator that he is. But I got to tell you, folks, outside of that, I'm just not high on that show, Dynamite. I'm not high on the promotion. I'm just not interested. It's a fact. Just not. In fact, you know something? I'm going to challenge J.B. Griffin III. He was on the show a couple weeks back. J.B., you're a big AEW fan. I challenge you officially to a, a debate. We're going to talk about this AEW stuff, and I'm going to voice my concerns about this company in 2020, and you'll have a chance to rebut on their behalf, and let's see. We'll, we'll let the fans decide which one of us is making the most sense here. Disappointed in that company, completely. Disappointed. It's true. That's right. I don't understand why you put the belt on Moxley, but, it, you know, whatever. You're just going to move on past that. While Superheroes is shooting uh, new content, which is pretty awesome. You know, that Sam Smart, she keeps jawing off at me online I, I tell you Sophia Lopez we're gonna have to sue her three times over but I can't wait for wild superheroes to get back on access tv hopefully um I miss it Saturday nights man that's you know 8 p.m eastern standard time is great to watch wow superheroes and now that that is no longer on because they're out of season it's just it's a big hole in in the pro wrestling viewing pro uh Weak, so to speak, you know. Speaking of which, though, you know, as a aside, Combate Americas, they put out content every Friday night on Access TV. And you guys really got to tune in and check that out, please. It's just really, really good stuff. It's it's crazy because these aren't the body guys. I, I don't I've never watched a Combate card and said, oh, yeah, he's on steroids or something. I mean, these are just regular looking Joes beating the hell out of each other. They got some skill going on. And it's just interesting to see how these matches develop. Really, really enjoy watching it on a Friday night. Usually tune in directly after SmackDown is over. Uh, but Access TV is a channel there. Check it out. Check it out. That's right. Okay. Let's let's not belabor the point here because there's there's something going on. It's it's Endometriosis Awareness Month, and I brought in an advocate, somebody who is coping with endometriosis and she's going to give you some information about what this stuff is folks as you know in the pro wrestling community 
we just come from all different walks of life, so many different experiences. It's just, it's really awesome because you got to remember that we're all people, right? We we all are, are, are just human beings. We all have something going on. And it's great when you interact with different fans and different wrestlers and you find out information, especially stuff that you didn't know about before. Something like that happened to me recently when um, someone reached out to me and let me know that March is actually endometriosis month, endometriosis awareness month, I should say. And I'm like, what is this? This is this is kind of interesting. So, you know, they sent me some information and I was able to do some research and I found out, wow, this is a major topic that affects so many lives throughout the world. And I said, you know what, let me have this person come on and share some information because they just are really passionate about this topic, and I feel like it's something that you as the listeners need to hear about. So without further ado, welcome to the Duke Loves Wrestling podcast. She is the warrior princess, Alicia. Alicia, how are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm fantastic. I'm fantastic. And listen, you're a big wrestling fan. Um just like myself and, and our listeners here. So it was really cool when you when you reached out to me on Twitter and started sharing some information. Before I get into the endometriosis, tell me something, because I know you're a huge Hardy Boys fan. How do you feel about WWE uh, allowing Matt Hardy's contract to expire? Well, the way that I see it is um... – if, if if it's Matt's time to end his career with WWE and move on, then I then then I support that. I mean, same with, I mean, yeah, it's the same with Jeff. I believe that they have done so much with the wrestling community as well as uh, doing their best to entertain the fans. And I was amazed when Jeff and Matt did their thing and literally shocked the whole world when they entered WrestleMania several years ago. And I was like, wow. And I'm the kind of person that, that likes to follow along with their, um, with their journey, whether it's um, Impact Wrestling or if it's WWE or if it's um, Ring of Honor, that sort of thing. Do you see what I mean? You're absolutely right, and I agree with you there. And, and, geez, that was one of the greatest moments in wrestling history, the return of the Hardy Boys, something that we thought we would never see again, and it happened at WrestleMania. And what was so awesome about it, and I'm sure you agree here, Alicia, having the New Day, you know, at, at the time, the current top tag team in the world, having the New Day be the ones to bring the Hardy Boys out to announce that these guys were back, that was just an incredible moment. So uh, I'm with you 100%. And we definitely want to give a shout-out to Matt Hardy. Uh, good luck in, in whatever it is that you're going to be doing next. You know we're going to be watching. And also Jeff Hardy. You don't know what's going on with him, but, Jeff, we're waiting to see what, what's next with you too, bro. That's good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and actually I noticed that um, that he's going to be on the WWE Backstage show today. 
So, and and I was lucky enough to to ask him a question, and hopefully it'll it'll be shown on the screen tonight. But I'm just glad that they're back, you know, and and that they were able to win the tag team championships, whether it was SmackDown or Raw, that sort of thing. At least they did what they had to do in order to make their yeah, in order to make themselves known. Agree, absolutely. And you know, it's funny because another superstar that I know that you're a huge fan of is Bailey. What do yes. you think of, of Bailey's dramatic turn? I mean, legitimately, since she's been in the WWE, we have never seen a heel baby Bailey. You know, she's always been this hugger, this big sister type and what have you, bright colors. Now she's all black and you know, she's making fun of people and she's snarky. What do you think of the new Bailey? I mean, the way that I picture it is, um, at first, I wasn't really into, like, the heel characters. Like, okay, maybe I lost track of what of what she was trying to do or, or anybody that turned heel. But at the same time, I'm, like, it took me a while for me to see, okay, maybe this is what it has to be, like, in order for their career to, to skyrocket, in order for sales to to skyrocket on their merchandise, that sort of thing. I mean, it's the same thing with Vicky Carrera when I met her back in March of last year. She was the ultimate heel in the company. And man, oh man, like at first I was like, okay, is this true? Am I believing this? But at the same time, I I see, okay, this is how it's supposed to be. You know, clearly you are passionate about pro wrestling, you know, which is just awesome. It's always fun to talk to people who legitimately are knowledgeable fans who are wrapped up in, in the emotion of everything, and, and it's just it's a breath of fresh air. It's great to see. Another topic that you're very passionate about is endometriosis. And, you know, as I said in the beginning there, this is Endometriosis Awareness Month, which is something that you made me aware of. So endometriosis is a condition where when a woman is, is having her period, which, you know, generally you, you, you would have that once a month, when she's having her period, there is some type of discomfort. Am I right in saying Yes. That? Yeah, and, and also, like, the way that I experienced it, I didn't even, like, I didn't even know that the pain that I was experiencing was endometriosis-related. Like, I could be having symptoms whether, like, I would have severe abdominal pain where my periods would be irregular, where it would be severe, and the lining of the uterus will, will literally um, shed, and because, like, the the egg will not fertilize all the way through, that's when we'll start experiencing infertility, and endometriosis is one of the leading causes of infertility among women. You're going through everyday life, and... Mm-hmm. We get this point where you're having your period for the month, and then you have all of this extra stuff on top of it going on, this discomfort, this pain. I mean, how does that affect going to work, going to school, functioning like like a person normally does? I mean, does it it make it that that much more challenging when you have all this extra stuff going on? Yeah, the sad part is that um, because we experience so much pain in our lives where where we hardly ever move out of bed to where we would be in a fetal position 
and we were like screaming ag- like screaming agony. Enemy shows affects not only um, our jobs, our schoolings, but it affects relationships. It's hard. I can imagine. I mean, just like any whether we would call it a chronic condition or, or what have you, but anything additional that a person is dealing with that most people don't even have a clue about, I can imagine how that can be significantly challenging and can affect not only your day-to-day tasks but your relationships with others. So so let me ask you this, Alicia. As far as you know personally, and I'm, just, I'm literally just asking you about your experience, mm-hmm. what is the, the best advice or the best practices someone can take if they feel they may have something like this, if if their their menstrual cycle, if their period is at a point now where it's more uncomfortable than it than it's ever been before or something just doesn't feel right. What what's some advice that you would give? Well, the advice that I would give to to someone um is to get checked out. Um and if you have to have a second opinion like, if the first opinion doesn't seem right, always get a second opinion, which in that case, like, I wasn't aware of it at the time when, when I was checked out. Um, and do your research. Like, be your own advocate because chances are you will have doctors and nurses. Like, let's say you go into the ER, right, and you're telling them your symptoms, your pain, that sort of thing. And if they don't believe you, chances are they're not going to be able to help you. And they will argue with you. So, your best bet is to reach out to others that that have a similar uh, issue and just reach out to them. Just say, hey, I'm so-and-so, and, and this is my first time having endometriosis. What can you say to me what I need to know? Because I've never heard of this, this disease before. Um, I was given very little information, that sort of thing. Great advice. And listen, you know, I believe it's about 43% of our listenership are females. And the majority of that portion of our audience that listens to the Duke Loves Wrestling podcast, they're definitely within the age bracket who are still having their menstrual cycle, still having their period. So this is just great information. Uh, I'm really happy and, and appreciative that you've come on the show to share some of this because. Who knows? I mean, there could be somebody listening right now that's experiencing some of these challenges and they they may not realize that they have this condition. So, yes, like you said, be your own advocate. Bring it up to your your gynecologist, to your doctor. Let's get checked out and figure this thing out. And then from there, like you said, uh, do some more research to figure out how you can cope with this condition and, and some best practices to try to, do what you can to continue to push forward despite the fact that you have this going on. Because there's a lot of stars, um, you know, and the the information that you sent me and the little research that I was able to do, there's a lot of stars out there who have this condition, which is just incredible. Uh, Different Mm -hmm. actresses and and athletes and and folks, it's just, I can't imagine, let's say even a pro wrestler, I can't imagine a lady who is a pro wrestler where they're out there every day knocking themselves around and putting their bodies on the line, they that in and of itself is already a physical challenge. Absolutely. I can't imagine having endometriosis on top of all of that. In my 
goal is to reach out to wrestling companies, like I said, such as uh, WWE, Ring of Honor, Impact Wrestling, Wild Women of Wrestling. And the funny thing was I actually reached out to Sarah the Rebel, a.k.a. Razor, and she even recommended me to be on, on her show later on this month to discuss my story. Because chances are, like, you don't know what type of people you will impact by, by just your story alone. And what surprised me the most was that some of my sisters, as we call each other, do actually get pregnant. Well, I think that's just amazing that you just said that. So despite the fact that they have this challenge, uh, and, and I mean legitimate, you know, almost debilitating physical pain during the menstrual cycle period, folks who, who have endo are still able to have kids, at least some of them are, that's amazing. That is that is amazing information. Again, something that you know most people don't know. This is this is one of those silent uh, conditions, so to speak, where the average person has no clue that the people around them, that could be somebody within your life, and, and I found out personally that there are definitely people in my family who are coping with this condition. So again, just to have you on the show and, and to provide some information and especially with this endometriosis awareness month this is just this is just good stuff in fact if you could um if you don't mind here i don't want to put you on the spot but can you share a place whether it be a website or what have you something that's been helpful to you that you would recommend folks check out while they're researching the topic yes okay so the website that i recommend uh, everyone to check out is www endofound.org and basically that is the website for the Endometriosis Foundation of America that is based in New York. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. And in fact, Alicia, tell everybody, if if anyone listening right now wants to reach out to you, whether they want to have you on their shows to interview you and, and learn more, whether they want to just speak to you personally as a, as a endo sister, uh, what's the best way that folks can, can reach you online? Why don't you plug your, your Twitter account there? My Twitter is AliciaLandis282. That's right, and, and I'll spell that out for everybody. That's A-L-I-C-I-A-L-A-N-D-I-S-282. So that's AliciaLandis282. And, you know, she goes by the Warrior Princess, which is a, a pretty cool moniker there. Uh, listen, Alicia, again, I, I really appreciate you. I thank you for coming on the show. And, and we'll definitely um, – I'm going to make sure that I send this out to some of my friends over at Wild Superheroes. I know you mentioned Sarah the Rebel, a.k.a. Razor. She's fantastic. She's been on the show before. Great, great person. Uh, I'll, I'll send it to Wow. I'll send it to WWE. I'll send this to everybody because – this is an important topic. This is something that we don't speak about enough. And I think that there are more people in all of our lives who are coping with endometriosis than we realize. So let's let's let folks know that we hear you. We understand you could be going through something like this, and we just want to be supportive. So once again, Alicia, thank you very much. Right, and, and I would like to add one more thing to, uh, before we sign out today. Um, the doctors will prescribe a uh, shot called Lupron, but what they don't tell us, uh, yeah, they have side effects, and that that'll cause us like to 
have like bone problems, hair problems. I mean, it's sort of like um, like chemotherapy, like for what um, breast cancer people like my mom just recently had, um, and my aunt Karen just recently had breast cancer, and this is serious. And my grandmother was also a breast cancer uh, warrior herself, and she survived it. So we just don't know the side effects until it's too late. You know what I'm saying? That's a that's a great call out, and I'm glad that you you pointed that out because just like anything else, folks, please do your research, even on the medication, anything that you put in your body, do the research, ask questions. Do not feel like you cannot ask questions. Don't be embarrassed. Don't be worried that somebody's going to think you're you're stupid or that you're giving them a hard time if you're asking questions about what is this stuff you want me to put in my body? What are the side effects? How does this interact with other things that I may be taking, including supplements. It doesn't always have to be other prescription medication. How does this interact with supplements? How does it interact with this, my diet? Ask all those questions, folks, and and try to figure out what works best for you. Knowledge is power. If you have listeners that are doctors and nurses, you need to hear this out because if you see a patient such as myself, that go into the ER, and if you think that it's all in our head, you don't know anything about what we go through. The only way that endometriosis can be um, diagnosed is through either a laparoscopic surgery or a hysterectomy, but you have to make sure that you believe us because the majority of my endometriosis awareness sisters don't speak highly enough. And doctors will complain, oh, it's all in your head. It's like, you're making things up. No. Our pain is 100% real. And if you think for one second that you're not going to believe us, we have to find someone else who, who can because very few people out there are true endometriosis specialists, and they are the ones that actually believe us. And that's sad. That is sad. So that's why I decided to do this. On behalf of, of all of my 200 million sisters around the world. You're absolutely right. In fact, I know that um, the world-renowned uh, chef and model, Padma, Padma Lakshmi, she is a, a person who copes with endometriosis, and she had a very similar experience that you just described, where it took years before doctors believed her that it wasn't just in her head. There was really something going on during her menstrual cycle, and they finally diagnosed her with it. I think she, she basically self-diagnosed initially, and then she had to go through the process before somebody finally believed her and, and come to find out, yes, she definitely has the condition. So you're you're 100% spot on, and I appreciate you pointing that out. you got to use your voice. You definitely have to, like you said earlier, advocate for yourself. Don't allow anybody to tell you differently. You know what's going on with your body. If, if something doesn't feel right, Speak up. Let these professionals know, hey, <laughs> something ain't right here. You need to do your job and help me figure out what the heck's going on. So, again, Alicia, mm-hmm. thank you very much for everything. I really appreciate you. Thank you for having me, Duke. And it's a pleasure to, to be a part of this broadcast. Heavy stuff. Heavy stuff. You know, this this condition is something that, again, so many women are coping with this. I, there's no way that you you listening 
don't know at least one person who's coping with endometriosis. So please just be aware of that. Continue to spread the word about this condition. It's definitely something that we all should care about. There's nothing fun about your loved ones living in constant pain, uh, especially something like this where it's associated to the menstrual cycle. I mean, that's just, oh, that's tough. It's really tough. The way that it affects other aspects of life, too, is just ugly stuff, man. We're all in this together, right? That's what it's all about. Support each other. Speaking of support, shout out to uh, those wrestling girls. One of my favorite podcasts, Krista B and, and Queen PR. They're just continuing to tear it up out there. I know Queen PR, she is doing some new things professionally, and, and it's just going really well for her. Same thing with Krista B. Krista B just wrote an article on uh, Hot97.com discussing the women of WWE and, and the black girl magic that's going on. You know, the, the women of color and how they're stepping it up, the black females in WWE, and just a really good read. I shared it on the Facebook and the Twitter accounts. I'll do it again. Gotta check it out, please. Gotta check it out. It's a good read. You know, folks, this, this coronavirus stuff, this has just been crazy, you know? Pro Sports Extra recently did an article where they interviewed Adrian Gomez. And, and you remember Adrian. He was on the show. In fact, he was the first guest that I ever interviewed on the Duke Close Rousing podcast about four years ago. Adrian is the promoter of Middle Kingdom Wrestling, which is based out of China. And, you know, Adrian was doing some traveling around different parts of Asia and he got food poisoning and he had to be go to a hospital and get checked out. And because of all the coronavirus scare, this COVID-19 scare, they have held him on lockdown ever since. It's going on a couple of weeks now. I mean, he's, he's cleared. He definitely doesn't have coronavirus and he's no longer sick from the food poisoning. That only lasted a couple of days, but no one wants to release him. So it's just really an incredible story, and, and it makes you think about how these epidemics, the different ways that it, they affect people's lives all over the world. So definitely check out Pro Sports Extra and their, their wrestling portion of the site. Brad Shepard's doing a great job over there, by the way. Shout out to Brad Shepard. But Pro Sports Extra, got to check them out. Great article on, on Adrian. It's good stuff. There was also an article the Wall Street Journal did where they interviewed Brandy Wolf. Now, Brandy is the wife of pro wrestling journeyman Dusty Wolf. Brandy, you know, she's a, a successful businesswoman and she's somebody who studies law. Like she literally, you know, went to school, getting a degree, the whole nine yards. Interesting. They, they, had tickets to go on a cruise and the cruise was supposed to go to Italy of all places. And with all this coronavirus, Italy is the number two place where people are jacked up off of this coronavirus. Number two to China. Actually, actually it's number one right now. More people are, are dying in Italy than China at the moment, which is just crazy, by the way. So Brandy wants to get a refund and they've been getting pushback from the cruise line. So again, you know, I'll check out Dusty Wolf's page, check out Brandy's page. I've put it up on the Twitter and the Facebook. Just information about this. Clearly, this is not the time to be taking a cruise right now, folks. I mean, they just, if you get stuck on the cruise with somebody with this, this COVID-19, this coronavirus, you can forget it. No country is going to want you 
on their shores. They don't want you coming out anywhere near their general population because we still don't have a hold on this stuff. So they're certainly not going to release you to everybody so you can make a bad situation worse. And that, that brings me to a point here because I see a lot of people, some knuckleheads and, and humanoids, but I also see some you know, medical professionals and, and highly educated people saying nonsense as it relates to this, this coronavirus stuff. So let me just say this. The flu absolutely affects more people, especially in the United States, on a yearly basis than the coronavirus. That's a fact. We know this. More people get it, get the flu. More people, in terms of numbers, die from the flu. But the thing about the flu is that we have vaccines. And the vaccines aren't perfect, but it's something. And we understand the flu to a certain degree. We're actively fighting the flu based on an educated position. The thing about this COVID-19 stuff is we don't know enough about it. We're fighting in the dark, basically. We're making it up as we go along. We're throwing stuff against the wall, see what sticks. And I bring this up to say this. Enough with this, the media, the media, the media what? If you pick up a newspaper, you go to a website or you're watching TV and they say, wash your hands for at least 20 seconds. Cover your mouth. Stop touching your, your, your nose and your eyes and rubbing your face every couple of seconds like you normally do. Be clean. Be safe. If you, if you feel like you have a cold or you're developing something, stay home. Cover your nose and your mouth so you're not spreading your germs. That's not hysteria. Humanoid. That's called being a decent person. So enough of this the media stuff. Enough of this, well, the flu is worse. Well, okay, yeah, the flu, the flu is worse in its own way because more people are affected by it, but it's also been around longer. The mortality rate with this COVID-19 is 3.14%. It's going up. That's pretty damn high <laughs> because we don't have an answer for it. More people die from it per capita as a result of what's going on here. So it's more deadly than the flu. Let's just just make that clear. It's like people have lost their mind and forgot how to use basic math here. I don't understand it. Anyway, any anyone who's promoting being cleaner and being a decent human being, don't spread your germs to everybody. I'm all right with that. That's not creating hysteria. That's nonsense to say that. And, I, and listen, a lot of you, especially you men, you don't even wash your hands when you go to the bathroom. I've seen you throughout my entire life. It always disgusts me when I'm in a, a public restroom and I see people. I walk with my own hand sanitizer, first of all. So, you know, I wash my hands and then I sanitize, baby. Double up. But I see you fools. You'll do your business and then you walk out. Or maybe you'll rinse your hand for a second. Not even with soap, just quick rinse. And you're shaking your hand as you're walking out. Disgusting. So enough with this, the media, yeah, the media is telling you to wash your damn hands, you dirty bastard. Jesus. I don't mean to get worked up here, but it's just, folks, let's use our brains here, please. People getting upset because people are buying masks. Let me tell you something. If you're a medical professional and you got to go to Walmart or you got to go to, to Costco or you got to go to the paint store and buy a painter's mask, 
that something's wrong with you. First of all, most people don't know what kind of mask to get. I see a lot of people walking around with literally painter's masks. You know, the mask that you wear so you don't get paint fumes when you're painting. That's probably not the, the right type of mask to have if you're trying to protect yourself against any kind of virus. Although, covering your nose and your mouth, if you got a problem, which most of you do, I, I don't see a problem with that. I don't have a problem with it. But enough with this. Stop buying up masks because the medical professionals need it. That's a bunch of baloney. Medical professionals are not buying masks from the same place I would buy a mask. I don't have the access they do. I don't. And I'm a guy with a lot of access to a lot of things, but I can't get what they can get. So enough of that nonsense. If I see my doctor walk into Walmart and buy and, and trying to buy a painter's mask, guess what? That person is not going to be my doctor any longer. I'll tell you that right now. They're a quack. Go through professional means to get yourself the professional stuff. You know what to look for. Don't give me that nonsense. We live in the Amazon generation. There's very few things in the world that we can't have access to and get in a relatively short amount of time. There's a bunch of nonsense. I don't believe it. It's not true. If Chili Willy wants to get a painter's mask, let him do it. Who knows? Maybe it will protect us from something else that Chili Willy got going on. You never know. Give me a break. I tell you every week, folks, be kind to yourselves and be kind to others. What does that mean? The best type of kindness that we can extend right now is to not be sneezing and coughing all over the damn place and spreading our cooties to everybody. Think about that. Think about that. So, if you want to blame the media for my, my little rant there, that's okay. I'm fine with that. I want to thank my guests this week, and I want to thank you for listening. You know, on the YouTube channel, the entire archive of the Duke Loves Wrestling podcast is there, so make sure you hit that subscribe button. Give us a review on iTunes, obviously, you know, all the good stuff, Spotify, appreciate that as well. Shows on all the major platforms, but I keep every single episode on YouTube. Just easier to store everything there. It's true. Be kind to yourselves. Be kind to others. See you next week. Take it away, Tony Schiavone. This is Tony Schiavone, and we're definitely out of time on Duke Love Wrestling.